0: Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I am Corey.
1: I am Julie. And we
0: are gonna talk about being better than people. Cold <laughs> sales, all of that stuff. I have no idea really. We're
1: gonna we're not talking about being better than people. We're gonna talk about how to know where to invest your time and money when you're starting a
0: business. All right. Well, before that though, we're gonna hit up uh, Patreon. Check it out: patreon.com slash bisquick. Uh, yep. Got it. Um, We've got uh, an account out there if you want to uh, support the show. Help us out. Yeah. Tip us. Give us a couple dollars. No big deal.
1: Let us Buy us a burger, man, or a beer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We can do all that stuff. Hit up patreon.com slash bizquick. uh, And now... Let's talk about
1: how to know where to put your time or money when you're starting a business. All right. So... Let's talk about what we did when we started a business because we made some good decisions and we made some really bad
0: ones. And we did a lot of things that we would recommend people wouldn't, right? Yes, we, we did. Reco- like, like, like we like the pandemic happened, and mm-hmm. we just decided that we're going to start a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had no plan. Mm-hmm. Like we we wrote out a plan. We 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 had a you know SWAT. We did a lot of things, mm-hmm. but. We just jumped right in.
1: We did. Yeah. But it was fun, wasn't it? No. It was. Absolutely not. It was fun. We yeah. had a really good time. It was, a good, it was a good way to spend 2020. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Continue. <laughs>
1: so so when you are, so let me ask you this. Starting a business, let's just say we've got a client who wants to, who, you know, they're probably, you know, three or six months into a business that's kind of a side hustle, And they want to, they want to grow it into their full-time thing. And they have a goal that by the end of the year, they are, you know, full-time, this is how they're making their money. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out the tools they need, right? So what I have found is that people look at tools first rather than looking at systems and processes first. Yes. And that's a mistake. I agree. Right. So if you are, like, let's just talk about how do you decide where to spend your money?
0: Well, people, like, that's the money. Like, that's where the money should always be. Like, your time should always be spent figuring out how your people are going to deal with this, how they're going to use it to their advantage, how they're gonna steal from you. Like all Uh, now you're talking about the
1: restaurant. Yeah. No,
0: no, but I mean any business, like your customers, your vendors, like everybody's out to get you.
1: Well, that's kind of like let's 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 dial that back just a little bit. Not
0: everybody's out to get you. Everybody is out to get you.
1: Do you think I'm trying to steal from you? Yes.
0: Everybody. I'm trying to steal from me. (laughs) That's just the way of the world.
1: (laughs) Okay. Let so somebody's starting a business. Yeah and they don't really have an email list yet they have sold something right maybe they're maybe they're a coach and they've sold a package to a couple of people at what point do how do they know when it's time to implement a crm spend money on a crm
0: i mean it it depends on the business i guess like well obviously it depends on the business if i'm a product-based business what am i paying like why would i need a crm
1: well, because you're capturing an email list, right? Yeah,
0: but my uh, my my POS at that point, my the Shopify, whatever I'm using, is my quote unquote CRM at that point,
1: right? And but you get so so there's this so let's say Shopify can and I don't I know there, I don't know the number but let's say Shopify can hold. 2,500 email addresses. Like you're, the plan you're on, you get 2,500 email addresses, okay. right? So when you exceed, when you get to 2,400, you it's decision time. Do you up your plan on Shopify? Do you purchase, you know, a, a CRM, right?
0: So I guess at that point, you got to start with like the end in mind, kind of. Like you're a small business. You got to think that you're going to be a medium-sized business at some point. So, MailChimp is great. Um, contact us, MailChimp. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, or, or Shopify, sorry, is great as well. Um, like, they all have those tools for small to medium-sized businesses. HubSpot. But,
1: HubSpot's great. Yeah,
0: but if you want to grow beyond that, you got to think about that from the start. And so, maybe there's a, a, a price you're going to pay ahead of time
1: mm-hmm.
0: to avoid the, like, the growing pains later. Okay. And that's the, that's the thing that a lot of businesses don't consider is that they're they're concerned about the bottom line right now. They're concerned about the amount of cash flow that they have right now, but they don't know that in 6, 12, 18 months from now, they're going to have to just grow. Yeah. And it's going to hurt a lot. They didn't pay for it up front.
1: Yeah, so I, I like to think about it this way. Would this be, I don't know if this will make sense, so let me know if this makes sense. Um, if I, I say, as you're building your business, you think about scaling at every every step of the way, right? We're like, I know we want to get to be a $10 million a year business, right? So you have to think about how do we scale to that? The easiest way to scale is with systems and processes, right? So start with the most basic, here's where we are now. What do we need to support how we're doing business now, right? So if we just looked across the board and if it's a new business, we know, okay, technology that you need out the gate, people need to be able to set appointments. You need people to be able to pay you and you you need a website, right? We can collect email addresses and even if we have to store them in Excel, like, initially, it doesn't, like, you don't need something fancy, right? But maybe you get to the point where you need, I mean, MailChimp has a free version, correct? But you just get the MailChimp branding on the bottom of I it. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, spend nine ninety nine a month to get rid of that branding. And you've got a, you you have a tool. Or just use Shopify's tool.
0: Well, one of my, the, like, the biggest learning lesson I had is how... Inexpensive, inexpensive it is to pay people to do work for you. So, <clears throat> take uh, back to the restaurant. But a very annoying part of that business is managing people. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I love you, people. I love oh, all my customers. <laughs> love the people
1: and the, like the customers yes. and the employees.
0: <laughs> but you can pay a host. an hour,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. eight hours a day to manage the people. The people are happy. The host is happy. Everybody's happy. And it costs you $150 a day, which sounds like a lot of money. But in the grand scheme, it's really not. Because if they're not managing it, I'm managing those people. I'm managing the complaints. I have servers managing those people. I like. There's all these people. It's just like put somebody in the right place, the right position, and pay them to do the job. Plain and simple.
1: Right. Okay. So, but when you're okay, so that's the restaurant, and I think there are probably two different types of examples here, right? We've got the well, your restaurant where well, you're going to have employees right away. Yes. And you're going to have. Revenue very like day one you're bringing money in the door day killing one it,
0: killing it
1: well, absolutely everybody knows that yeah uh, right like you can't be all things to all people because you can't be a taco
0: I'm I am not concerned about the restaurant no we're going to kill it out the gate
1: no I know you are right so so there there are the so. In order, so what you need the backend systems, your processes that you need to support the restaurant are very, very different than a solopreneur who is starting a coaching business. Yes, All right. So let's look at a solopreneur, or you know, somebody who's just you know, got a couple of people, and they have and cash flow is tight, and they have to make choices on systems and processes. Like it drives me insane. When I talk to an entrepreneur, and this happens to me all the time, Corey, where I'm talking to somebody and they're telling me how, oh, hey, I had a conversation with so-and-so and they promised me that, you know, if I, you know, they could build me these sales funnels and, you know, a landing page and I'm going to get all these customers and, you know, they're only going to charge me $8,000. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's. It there's so many people out there that are just kind of preying on entrepreneurs who are just starting out. Like, hey, I can you know buy this CRM for five hundred dollars a month, and it'll solve all your problems. And and then you find out like they don't even know what questions to ask on the sales call, right? So I just literally offered a friend of mine who is like about to pay you know in the three to five hundred dollar a month range for a CRM. She's like, I don't know what questions to ask them to know if it's, if, if this solves my problem, I'm like, why don't you schedule another call and invite, include me in the call? I will help you ask the right questions. So I just, it's very, very frustrating to know that there are a lot of people who prey on entrepreneurs who, because they know they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They've never launched a business before.
0: And there are a lot of us out there and we're easy targets.
1: You're not an easy target.
0: No, we all we all are. Yeah. Boost your revenue. Uh, five, different rate, five different ways Five different ways. Figure it out.
1: <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue this conversation. But before we go, I want to talk about Certivium. Certivium is our second business that we launched with Stacy, our other business partner. And Certivium is all about you. Certivium is customer engagement, social media management, and content planning. So we take away those areas that are time-consuming and overwhelming for small business owners, and we help you manage them so you can spend more time on the things that matter most to your business, and that's growing your revenue and growing your customer base. Check out Certivium at certivium.com or can find out more at sbpace.com by looking under our services tab. We'll be right back after the break. <laughs> and we're back.
0: <laughs> Hi. <Wow>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I wasn't I wasn't really prepared for that. Um, all right, so it's just me and Corey today. This is where I. I really want to I want to focus on how entrepreneurs know where to spend their money when they're just launching their business or they're in that first, you know, six to 12 months and people fall prey to that shiny object syndrome. Yes. Right? So it's like, ooh, a CRM. Ooh, uh, I should hire that coach. Ooh, I should buy that funnel. Right?
0: And how many things compound on top of that. So, oh, that's only four dollars a month that's only twenty dollars a month and then you find out that you're spending hundreds of dollars a month on a lot of bullshit that you don't need
1: and you forget you're spending
0: it. yes exactly yeah.
1: okay yeah so if we're if and again let's just go back we can even we can use our business as an example so when we started we started out as you know doing some coaching and some consulting right same thing we're doing now just at a high uh so sort of this hybrid model and we made some bad decisions On what we were going to spend money on. Yes. I mean, we once hired back-to-back coaches that...
0: I'm going to go on record to say that... You told me so. I was against that. You were. Yeah.
1: You were. I was wrong. Yes. You were
0: right. Thank you.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. But anyway, um, I say that the easiest way or the fastest way to decide where you should spend your money is by looking across your business and listing out like all of your c- critical processes, your high-end processes, right? So high-end is probably not the right word there, right? But if you just look at, okay, do you have, you have marketing, you have social media, you have sales, you have customer service, you have to be paid, you have content planning, right? Things like that. Like list them all out, all the different things that you do in your business. And then at a very high level, kind of map what they look like. So content planning. I don't know if you do it on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly, whatever it is. We do ours monthly at a high level and then drill down every week. And then you figure out what tools do we need to support the different processes? Are there any that we must have?
0: Yes. And I i mean, all of that comes down to just... Managing your time, understanding your schedule, understanding what's important and provides value. <clears throat> we spend, you and I, spend a lot of time on non-value add. We do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've got something that I'll talk about off the air, but I'll name it right now, our blogs. Non-value add. <laughs> the blog side of the business. The LinkedIn article side of the business is worth it, but... Do we post it to our website? Is it worth it? Probably not. And we've got to figure that type of shit out. Like, and again, that's three and a half minutes worth of work.
1: Yeah, and you know, here's the reality, Corey. We don't even really we we could. I mean, we could talk about this right now because this is this is. Let's
0: hammer it out. Let's do it.
1: This is a great topic. Now people can see how work is done at that pace. I do. At least four days a week. So I do, I post to social media every day of the week, yes. right? But at least four of those days, I do long form content. Why couldn't we just take one of those long form contents and make them into a blog?
0: Yeah. Perfect. And
1: then we don't even have to do blogs anymore on our website.
0: Yeah. Let's eliminate blogs from the website. We can't. Nobody, nobody reads blogs, anyways. They
1: don't, but they do not read- Not
0: our blogs. Well, they read our articles, though. Yeah, exactly. Then that's what I'm saying is that they read the articles, they don't go to our website to we read do the not. blogs. Which I'm fine with. Okay. And 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 that was like when we first launched our business, we wrote a blog every single day. Day.
1: Oh my God. Every day. Brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. It was I mean, and there's a ton of good content there and that's good for SEO for us. But it is not I'm so what's funny is like you are an exceptional blog writer. I am an exceptional long form content writer because I am writing I'm extremely authentic and like really like very vulnerable and transparent in those posts and they get great traction I just literally just yesterday somebody told me it was our good friend Kelly Keen. Callie <laughs> Keen said to me your posts are the best content in my social media feeds and it's not even close and I thought, I must screenshot this so I could it to Corey.
0: <laughs> I'm like, comma's in the wrong place. <laughs> I
1: know, I know, because I'm a terrible writer. Yeah. My grammar's terrible.
0: Your emotion's there. Like, you've got, like, the, the, the tone, the voice, all of that. Yeah. Um, the fact that you cannot figure out where a comma goes in an if statement <laughs> drives me fucking insane. <laughs> it does every single time. I know Mrs. O'Malley would just be me. so
1: disappointed in me. <laughs> Honestly though, wait, what's probably not even Miss O'Malley? Because I had Mrs. O'Malley in like eleventh grade English and I think we learned commas way before eleventh grade, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just
0: gonna say this. If a statement starts with if there's a comma. If it comes at the end, no comma. Huh. Plain and simple.
1: I know. I'm gonna, I'm trying to get better. No, at you're, not. It. You're, no you're not. You're I gave the up.
0: opposite. Like you have, like in in a a paragraph, you have a hundred commas that you could possibly use. Fifty percent of those go in the wrong place. <laughs> you use all of the commas always, but you just put fifty percent of them in the wrong place.
1: It's like it's like I'm Italian and I'm using all the spices I possibly <laughs> can, just constantly putting exactly. commas in everything. Yes, everything. And you know what's funny? It's that is one of the first things that I remember about us, even way back when we were at performance together, is you correcting my commas. (laughs) It's sad. It's funny though.
0: It's, I've given up on it. But I
1: know I liked it better when you were like critical, like Julie. What are you doing? I've
0: got so much more on my plate. Where I know you do. I don't need to stop. And tell you that a comma shouldn't have gone there. But you would have. You would have put one there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. You do. I love it when you tell me, like, I can't believe all the comma opportunities
0: you missed in this. <laughs> <I know. one." laughs> that blows my mind. But anyway, let's get back on topic. What okay. are we talking about?
1: Let's do it. So, okay. So it sounds like we're going to stop doing blogs. Yeah. We got a couple more written, right?
0: Well, yeah, and and we've got the uh, the LinkedIn articles. I don't think there's anything wrong with No, I'll
1: continue the LinkedIn articles.
0: I've got a great one that I want to write uh, soon about loyalty. We just had a podcast about that, but I'm going to write... A, Fantastic. Apparently just a LinkedIn article now, not even a blog. That's great. Because blogs are for idiots.
1: Mm, are they? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay.
0: Only people from 2008 write blogs, Julie.
1: <laughs> okay, so... If we, we we're talking about spending your time on the right things, but and spending your money on the right things, yeah, right. So, it, I think I guess I would agree that blogs have kind of gone the way of eh, because of social media, and people can do long form text on social media, and now there's you know articles on LinkedIn and whatnot. But you know there there are a lot of people who let's, let's sale let's talk about sales funnels, right?
0: I still don't know what those are. I know. So go on.
1: (laughs) Because, you know, there was a while there where I was trying to convince you to buy ClickFunnels. Yeah. I really, really wanted to buy ClickFunnels. I know. And you took a very strong stance that we were not going to buy ClickFunnels until I could explain to you how it would benefit the business, and I couldn't explain it to
0: you. So go on. We couldn't buy the
1: ClickFunnels. (laughs) (laughs) We never bought them. But imagine all of the solopreneurs out there who don't have somebody, who they don't have a Corey to be like, Nope, that's not, like, explain it to me.
0: But they have all sorts of free media out there to explain it to them. So our good friend, David Breyer, uh, yes. was he's on. a nuts. He's fucking insane. But anyway, uh, he was on the show, and he was, you know, and I said, hey, like, we were talking about ClickFunnels. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I can give you, uh, if we had a whole other, like, you know, podcast, radio show, whatever, to talk about this, I could explain to you what ClickFunnels are, but... I'm going to tell you that less than 2% are successful yeah. of the millions that are out there. But some, you know, sucker, not us because we didn't buy it because I we couldn't figure it. it out, um, will buy that click funnel, will buy yeah. that type of stuff. And it's the shiny object. It's the I need this to survive type of mentality when it's why aren't you like like surviving right now? Why aren't you
1: yeah, so, so that's kind of my point is this. like So we so you and I, the dynamic duo, I come up with ideas. I want to buy this. I want to do that. And you're like, nope. Or we can do it if you can explain to me how it's going to benefit gonna say, the business. You don't say
0: no. 99% of the time, it's explain why.
1: Yes, it all, probably closer to 100% of
0: the time. You're yeah. like, please explain why. You can't How's, get closer to 100% than 99%. <laughs>
1: And, you know, you're like, please explain how it's going benefit to the, benefit the business. And um, you really, you make me justify it because that's the financially responsible thing to do for our business. That's the right thing to do. So it used to just annoy the fuck out of me. Now I know, like, if I can't explain it, I can't ask him to spend this money because I know what it tells me is two things. First off, We're not just frivolously spending money on things, which is good for the business. And two, you want to understand every piece of the business to make sure that we're doing, that we're in agreement that we're doing the right things for the business. But if you're a soul, there's a lot of solopreneurs, Corey, who they don't have somebody to bounce that off of. And they're not even... Far enough advanced to know what questions to ask. So if you got on a phone call with like a clicks, Click ClickFunnels person or a funnel salesperson, you'd be suckered. You? No, I'm talking to you personally. No,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying you, the royal you. You would be suckered into it because, right? Yeah. I so how do how do you how
1: do you, pre- how do you <laughs> prevent that from happening? How do you what What's the guidance that we can give new entrepreneurs to say? don't spend your money on shit you don't need.
0: Well, first of all, they should call SB Pace. We've got that covered. But anyway, uh, no, correct, it's... it's
1: Correctamundo. That's Spanish for correct.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, it's bounce, bounce it off somebody. Find somebody that you trust in your network and bounce the idea off. And that's what Julie does every time. She comes... Bolting into every meeting, it's just like here's this idea, and I love Julie's ideas. Not really, well, the fifty percent of them. Uh, I just love that you said (laughs) that you love my ideas. Fifty percent of your ideas are great. The other fifty percent, I'm like, well, that's just bullshit. But uh, (laughs) that's totally. But I love, I love that you have ideas and you bring ideas and you come running into every meeting with, this is what. This is what's gonna happen. And I'm like, no, 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 pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know. And yeah.
1: everybody has a Corey though.
0: But you do. I mean, like, everybody does have a Corey. Everybody has somebody in their network they can talk to to say, hey, here's this idea. What do you think? And you gotta find that because even if you're a solopreneur, like, you, you have to have that person that can just push back, play the devil's advocate. My favorite game play devil's advocate.
1: What you're very is, good at that game. <laughs> what is wrong
0: with this idea how can it get turned against me how can somebody use this yeah. to steal from me all of those things need to be like like considered and at the end of the day like if you're Julie you're lucky if you get 30 percent of your ideas by oh me. it's not
1: even 30 but yeah. that's okay like th- that's the thing like I know if I really want something and I really believe in it, I got to come prepared. I got to know how we're going to make money off of it. I got to know how long we're going to be putting money into it before we're going to see a dime. I have to know all that information because I know you're going to ask it. And I know that as a good business owner, it's the responsible thing to do is to have that information, to understand it. And so, but not, I think a lot of people don't, they don't they don't recognize that. No.
0: Like you you need to understand how you're gonna make money off of an idea mm-hmm. and how people are gonna steal from you off of that idea. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm cynical, but that's just the way it is.
1: And, and and not just I mean, the steal from you is yeah, it's important. I mean, go back and listen to our loyalty podcast. <laughs> but um the the ability to know I don't, you know, I I so frequently have people say, I don't even know what questions to ask. And that always leaves me a little dumbfounded because I don't, I, listen, my parents used to get really mad at me because I ask so many questions. I'm a question asker, right? And I, why are you shaking your head? I don't,
0: I don't believe that you're a talker at all. (laughs) I am an introvert. <laughs> no, you're not.
1: <laughs> but I, you know, I think critical thinking is it's important.
0: For, it is important
1: as a business owner. I mean, in life, it's important. Yeah. But it's I, I just I don't know. I I sometimes get a little. I'm I'm a little amazed at the at some people's lack of ability to ask the tough questions and or any questions and to just get suckered into spending some large amount of money on something that may or may not even benefit their business in any way shape or form. Yes. Yeah.
0: Just being able to to say why is this happening? Yeah. Like just just the simple why could save a lot of yeah, you know, heartache and, and money and and all of that.
1: Or how is this going to benefit my business? How long will it be before I'll see a return on this investment? Yeah, right. Like I'm like honestly, just like make a library of questions that you can ask on any sales pitch call.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, salespeople, their job is to sell you, which means their job is to handle all of the questions. So ask, 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 ask. ask. Just go bananas. Yeah. On and and don't be afraid of not knowing the answer. Just be like I, I, I'm dumb. I don't know. Right? Explain to me.
1: Explain it to me. I don't. I don't understand how this would work. Yeah. And I mean, that's how you get better. That's how you learn it. That's how you get more knowledgeable. Knowledgeable about the things that and are going to and even help your business. when you're
0: knowledgeable, you can still pretend that you're dumb. You can explain it to me.
1: Yeah. And like you know, my my friend that that I was talking to recently who. He wants to, you know, purchase a CRM system. And I'm like, look, I will get on the call with you if you don't know what questions to ask. And we'll ask the questions. And she's like, well, okay. She's like, well, I'm going to pay you for your time. I'm like, we're friends. You don't have to pay me to help you make a good business decision. You want to hire me as a coach? Fantastic. But to get on a call with you to help you so that you don't spend 3600 or $4,000 a year on something you don't need?
0: No. Yeah, just ask for help. Yeah. It's that easy.
1: Ask for help. Yeah. Exactly. We have a
0: friend uh, in Hawaii. Might be possibly opening a, a, a franchise of a oh, yeah. coffee shop oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 This, that, and the other. And I'm like, just call me. I'm happy to talk about restaurants. Anytime. Yeah. I'm not going to charge you.
1: Yes. Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not in Hawaii anymore, though. Yeah, I know. He's in Idaho.
0: Yeah. But anyway. All yeah. right. So we're going to wrap this up.
1: Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Um, All right. So, hey, Corey, thank you so much for being such a good co-host today. And I want to go on record as saying that today's episode is brought to you by Goose Island IPA. Oh, nice. (laughs) Can we say that? Yeah. Okay.
0: Perfect. Can we charge them?
1: Retroactively? Maybe. Even if they just pay us for the six pass. That's perfect. All right. Thanks to our listeners. We love you guys. And you are the reason we do the show. And hey, Patreon account. Go visit it. com backslash bizquick.
0: And if you want to work with us, if you (laughs) want to connect with us, if you want to literally do anything with myself and Julie, go to sppace.com. Everything is out there.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, not, not everything. Everything is on there. <laughs> uh, also, like, you can check our show notes. I forgot to say that before. Hey, we have a radio show. It's pretty awesome. It's on the Voice America business channel. We go live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern. The show is called Defeat the Chaos, and we would love it if you listen to that. That's that's fun. It's 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 a lot of fun. Also, download and rate our podcast. Subscribe to it. Give us a... Give us a review. That's a Goose <laughs> Island IPA coming out there, Corey. And uh, reach out about any topics you might be interested in hearing about.
0: Purchase our number one best selling book on Amazon. Seriously, now what a small business guide to disaster preparedness. There is a digital download. You can rate and review it, especially if you bought it. You should go rate and review it. You should. Yes, that's it. (laughs)
1: I'm Julie. I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick, helping entrepreneurs save money across America.